anyway, my point is that I can't I can't speak clearly because these Brits have have made me anxious about what I'm saying now, and it's now, not their fault. You, uh, it's not their fault. They're just are trying. Are you you worried? Is it that they're making you more aware of the way you pronounce things as you know with regards to just American English? Or is it a British pronunciation versus American English pronunciation? <clears throat> yes. Yes. Okay. It's the inclusive yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. All that. Well, I and say. perhaps more. I don't like making you small. Um, I know that didn't answer your question. <laughs> I can't see your head. I can't see your that's beautiful weird. head. Well, just um, treat me better. And it'll no, be, that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, it's that, it's, it's that I don't... Um, I get caught up in thinking about how I'm sounding and not how I just speak. Right, yeah. And then if you do that, it's it's not natural and you yeah. begin to sound like someone and I'm doing it now. I'm <laughs> over, over yeah. enunciating. Welcome to the enunciation. Welcome seminar. to my home. It is a pleasure to meet you. Uh, I like, promise <laughs> I am quite sane. <laughs> uh, anyway, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Yeah. I'm doing good. On the uh, on the subject of that, sort of the, you think about it too much and so you start to goof up. Um, I have recently, and it's been for a good six, eight weeks now, mm-hmm. completely lost my ability to elegantly crack and break open an egg. <gasps> I, Similar thing happened to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like one time I did it and it goofed up and I broke the yolk or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then I started overthinking it. And, yep. and then every time I pick one up now, I'm trying not to goof it up and I'm trying to do it right. And it just causes me mm-hmm. to go, like it squirts out the top or I, I push the thing and it. And it <laughs> what are you, you doing? Know, you, you whack the. Well, see, that's my point. I like, I like whack it on the thing on the yeah. counter or whatever. Yeah. And then the cracking happens in a bizarre, not expected way, like it goes vertically instead of across the, yeah. the middle. And then, so when I open it, it'll like shoot out the top, or or um, or I'll get the thing where I'll get a good, a pretty decent, like I don't know what you would call that, an impact circle. You know, where it kind of crushes the, the I'm, thing. I'm in a sure circle. that's the culinary term. The, I'm it is, and and the forensic term as well. But the uh, you get a good circle there that where, where the eggshell is crushed, but the the membrane is keeping it together, and so you have to kind of push it in with your thumbs to get it to open. But just the act of doing that causes it to squirt right onto my shirt, and it's like yeah, that's every time what you're I try to, to do an egg now, it's like a friggin' Lucy skit. It's like <laughs> ridiculous. You should record it. You need to record that. This is shit with Yakety Sax from Benny Hill and the friggin' soundtrack. Um, <laughs> That's me making an omelet, folks. <laughs> I think... So something similar happened to me where we had gotten this Brava oven. Have we talked about the Brava oven? Yeah, yeah. yeah the sort of... Um, the easy bake for adults. The Williams-Sonoma Easy, yeah. easy Bake. <laughs> and... and 
I saw I watched some video where they where they said you should crack the egg on the on a flat surface. Yeah. Because then that will that will reduce the likelihood of shell being in the egg. Right. I've never really had much Not of a problem but... with having shell in the egg, but I always I've, I've always been a crack it on the rim of something yeah. person. Yeah. But I thought, well, I'll give it this a try. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then I found myself um, in need of a flat surface that I didn't care about getting egg on. Hmm. Like you can't just crack it on the counter. Or, I mean, you can, but then you have to clean up. You're going to get egg, yeah. get egg on. I mean, that's what I'm trying to avoid. I mean, I do crack it on the counter, but to your point, I do mm-hmm. have to clean up egg right. as well. And you got to get like, the hazmat suit out and everything else. It's like a whole thing. So <laughs> I started doing that, but now, and then I was like, this is silly. It's actually not helping at all, and sometimes it's making it bad because I go to and I, you, typically I am creating an omelet or scrambled egg, so it's not that big of a deal if the yolk sure, breaks. Yeah. Um, if I am doing they fried say eggs, you have to then crack a few eggs to do that. Uh, yes. Anyway, um, <laughs> I I went. I tried to go back to the other the other way, and now I'm thinking I'm overthinking it. Yes. So I'm getting yeah. egg on me. And I'm like, how is this happening? It you shot have regressed. The other day, it <laughs> shot did the out. same thing. And it, and it, and it cleared, it, it like cleared me, got some on the counter, and then somehow it was like the it was like magic bullet of egg whites. It like <laughs> back anyway, into the left. Made its way over the edge of the counter, and then and then took a hard dip down and and hit my foot. Oh wow! So I had egg on my foot. Wow, it is hard to make a line between. That's what, what I'm saying, and, 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 and now, and now I'm like, okay, because the Aussie's looking at me, just waiting for any any opportunity to get anything. So she sees, I see it in her eye. She's like, oh, I see what just happened. And, and in case nobody knows, that's his dog. So it's not like oh, his yeah, daughter. Yeah. <laughs> right, I might then have a daughter named Aussie. Right, it's exactly. My well, Australian well, Shepherd. Who knows? Um, uh, I thought you know, after 35 episodes, people would kind of have figured out that, but now, yeah, hey, we got new guys. Really? Well, I'm no, so sorry. But. <laughs> if this is your first time joining us, apologies. There won't be a flow chart. But the good news is there won't be a quiz either. Uh, the so, bad news is the rest of the episodes are just like this one. That's right. It's right. So <laughs> if, you, if you're still with us, you might as well stay. Um, uh, so so she looks, I'm looking, I'm like, oh no, she's going to come after my foot and try to lick my foot. And that's not going to be good mm-hmm. because of the hazmat situation and then sure um it was all very tense she actually didn't she just i gave her the look she didn't end up coming at me egg motivated standoff Um, with the i did have to make my way to a paper towel Mm -hmm. to get my foot you know what it's like to try to lift your foot in such a way that you can wipe it walked weird and you know what the walking over part wasn't the problem it was getting we're trying to like balance i'd have to bend i'd have to bend down to get the egg and then and then i then i do have to worry about the aussie seeing that i left the counter unmanned uh, yeah, that is because a, i hadn't done the, the requisite push back push away so that she can't get to this stuff oh right she's an opportunistic dog <laughs> a lot like she her knows dad how to get things done um yeah so i'm i'm with you on the on the <clears throat> On the egg thing, but the, the communication thing—it happens. It happens there too. It happens with yeah. communication. It happens with word, like word choices when I'm writing. It happens with um, 
walking. Uh, we've talked about that. Yes. Yeah. Where you start trying not to walk weird and you end up walking weird. <laughs> Great. I could never, God forbid, I, if I was ever a pitcher, not, I mean, I would never be a pitcher. Like it, even the bad <laughs> yeah, news bears, even the bad news bears would say, um, right field, buddy, right field. Uh, <laughs> you bean to the outfielder. Walter Matthau would send me on a beer run. Probably is what would happen. Um, so it actually wouldn't be a bad deal. So, but if I was, if I had the skill, I wouldn't, I, I, I would be overthinking it all the time. I'd, I'd choke. I'd be hitting batter after batter. Oh yeah. Can't. I just, uh, I don't know what to do. It's like there's some, there's this, there's this sweet spot in life where, and I think it was when I was in my early twenties, there's a sweet spot in life where you, at least in my experience, have accumulated enough experience and knowledge to, to actually do some things. But you haven't accumulated enough bad experience to know that you shouldn't even attempt to do some of these things. Right. <laughs> and so there's this there's this there's this power of naivete that resides in that space. You know, like that. That yeah, I don't. I don't Sounds know. Sounds like a great title for a book for you. I don't know that I should be asking for this thing that I'm asking for. I don't know that I should. Like, I sh- like no one in the right mind would be calling this person and asking for a meeting or, or, or trying to accomplish this thing in this period of time or, you know, like in, all sorts of crazy stuff. For me, it was like it was very much related to career. Right. But for other people, I think it could be related to adventure or mm-hmm. stunts or. I don't know, financial <laughs> risks or interpersonal what, relationships. <laughs> well, that too. Like, I think. But there's and and but there's this beauty and this power that's in that moment, and then once you begin to get dense in the fender, you start to realize, oh, maybe I shouldn't drive as erratically or as quickly. Maybe I should be. I mean, that's another thing. That's another thing. Driving. Driving. Now, now I got to tell you, my car. I, she can't hear me right now. <laughs> I'm not real happy with my car. Oh, yeah? There's so many things I like about my car. Actually, some th- some things I love about my car. I have a Honda Accord. Uh, it's a Honda Accord, but it's like the touring model, so it's like the, and it's it's got like it's like got sport mode, and so it's just a fast, and it's powerful when it want when it needs to be, but it's also sort of elegant and graceful mm-hmm. when it needs. You know, it's like it's kind of a perfect vehicle for. A middle-aged dude, frankly. Um, yeah. <laughs> dad kind of thing. But um, what I don't like about it is that there's something about the design of the hood, the nose of the vehicle, mm-hmm. that changed, that just, I don't know if it elongated or something, but they adjust, they changed it in such a way that it doesn't have the same sight line that I had with my other Accords. Oh, okay. And it kind so of feels like I'm, I'm kind of, well, I've never really learned. I mean, I kind of feel like I'm driving, uh, have you ever, have you ever driven like a big Cadillac? Like, I mean like a classic or like a Lincoln or something yeah. like giant, when those giant, they have those giant fronts on them. And when you're yeah. making a tight turn, 
or like into a parking spot sometimes or something like up, up against yeah. a curb maybe you, at some point you basically are just on a wing and a prayer you're like yeah. i think yeah, a guy nothing <laughs> but i also may scrape the crap out of my tires or my wheels right. here like i really um and i just find <laughs> myself because i've had a couple of those experiences now because of the, the change of the just the dimensions of the vehicle uh i now find myself questioning all sorts of things when i'm driving in those in those scenarios not like fast driving right. not like highway driving but like there's a little oh i gotta turn here i gotta make this turn here yeah I feel do like i a, fit in there i feel like a little granddad i'm like you gotta get in this parking lot you know don't be very careful i know that i'm paranoid about that myself i rather go by it yeah particularly with a parallel parking parking space I'm like the distance between that car and that car. Will my car fit in there? And and there could be enough room for two of my car in there. And I'll still go. I don't know. <laughs> and it's just it's ridiculous. And it's because I'm paranoid like that. And and that one is a worse situation because parking in a parallel parking spot, you are invariably inconveniencing who the heck ever is behind you trying <laughs> to drive straight on this road. Right. And so you know that if you go, if you start to park in here, and it does turn out that you don't have enough space to put your car in there, now you've doubly impacted this dude's day. Right. And I, I feel like crap when I do that. Yeah. And, and, and so and it's like it's worth it to me to just go find somewhere else. Too. Right. True. And and I'm not even usually one for the whole manhood thing, you know. But that one is one that's like oh, bringing that. It's topic almost up? like an ad- adult. Well, we don't have to, but yeah, <laughs> uh, it's it's almost like an adult competency thing. It it's is not even really a manhood thing. It's like, am I mature enough to even be driving this car if I have no clue how big it is in you know three dimensional space outside of my own you know, personal sphere of, uh, of experience here. If I can look over there and say, yes, it'll fit in that space, then I'm good. But apparently I can't do that because I, I grossly, uh, overestimate the size of my car. It's mm-hmm. like, apparently if the, my car was the size I think it is, <laughs> it would be, it would be like a weird Adams family car. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I think, I mean, it sounds very sexist to say it, but I, I do think there is this. There is this. Not that not that it's not that it's supposed to be this way, but like I think that among men, there is this. I don't know some element of pride that's based upon one's ability to make that kind of parking maneuver in one smooth motion, and I and I, mm-hmm. it depends on where you where you learn to drive and where you typically drive because people who I mean people who who have lived in the suburbs all the time or out in the rural areas, they don't have these situations typically to worry about as much. Right. If you're in a city environment, it's all the time. Yeah. Um, or a college campus, for example. Oh boy. <laughs> but, but, um, but yeah, there's something, there's something, there's something poetic about being able to just like, just pull right in. Everything's yeah. just perfect. Everything just flows, right? Perfect. Mm-hmm. Every vehicle I've owned up until this one, I've been able to do that. This yeah. one, this <laughs> one, this one. It's because mm-hmm. I can't trust my understanding of the nose of the vehicle. I don't know yeah. where it ends. It's like infinity. It's like one of those infinity pools. It is like the car equivalent yeah. of an infinity pool. And it's worse even because it's curved. And you're like, what event horizon am I looking at here? <laughs> 
Is this halfway down the hood? Is this close to the front? I don't even know because it's hard to tell. It's all one shiny monochromatic surface. <laughs> I can't judge depth. Right. And I've got a I've got a bad eye, so I can't <laughs> judge depth anyway. So <laughs> And it's like when I would drive my mom's car, she had a Cadillac uh, Sedan DeVille when I was growing up. And I love the heck out of driving that car because there's a hood ornament on it. Oh, <laughs> there's so you can see right no where the end is. ambiguity of where the end of this car is. There it is. There's the, the end of it and there's the middle of it so that I can know, am I driving like too far to the right or too far to the left? This is an instinct now that I'm 47 years old and have been driving for a long time. But yes. when you're 16, 17... It's hard to tell. And you got to be like, all right, I'm going to put this the stripe that goes down the right side of the road roughly on the middle of the hood of the car. That should put me about right. Makes it perfect. But now with all these, you know, super sleek uh, cars, man, you can't tell anymore. It's and the death of the hood ornament. That's that's uh Well, people would, pour would one yank out, them man. off. People were pulling them off anyway. That's so. true. Do you, I, I don't know if I mentioned this before or not, but um, who cares? In California, <laughs> when I moved to California, I thought I thought something was wrong with me. Like I thought I was losing my mind or, or something was happening, and because I couldn't stay, I couldn't stay in the lines. Uh-huh. Like in my lane, I would like drift. I'm like, what? The, what is wrong with me? And then I really thought something was wrong. And then I went back to Maryland and I started, and I was driving, I think it was Maryland or maybe Colorado or something. I started driving there and no problem at all. Ooh, and then I realized when I got back to California, it's because these, these, I don't know why I'm going to want to use an inappropriate word, but these dingleheads, like, <laughs> they don't, they weren't laying the lines down the straight. Right. <laughs> They're, they're like they're like all like angle. There are these weird angles and stuff, and they're like not. They don't follow. Like, like, whatever. Where do they have putting these lines down? It doesn't make any sense. No sense. Yeah, that was the recreational problem. marijuana out there. Yeah, I mean, you're not kidding. <laughs> you're kidding. This is actually before it was legal too. But I, I, I don't know. Well, you know, I know it's still California, it's still San Francisco. <laughs> Anyway, oh, anyway, one thing, a, a coda to the egg thing, because I, I meant to mention this earlier. Another thing that I can't do, and I have never been able to do this. So in my defense, this is not something that has deteriorated. It just has never happened at all. <laughs> okay. And that is, and you see it on like cooking channels and all this stuff. I have never in my life been able to crack the egg and split the egg open with, with the one, one hand. hand. And without getting shell in. I have, without like looking like I am the Hulk who is angry at eggs. Because <laughs> what will happen is I'll be like, tap, tap, crunch. You know, and it'll be like. Don't you have to like, like get your finger. Like an empty think, can I, of Natty Light. <laughs> you know, squished. you got to like get your fingers on the and edge I'm and then pull it apart. And like, my hands. Like, I do, I like do things with my hands yeah. a lot. But for some reason, that's an. Uh, that's a, a nut I can't crack, uh, so to speak. No, but um, yeah, doing doing the little cracking the nut like that, not a problem for you. Opening just the crushes nut crushes it completely. The... Yeah, yeah, I can crack the heck out of it. <laughs> well, I used to be able to. I've gone backwards on that a little bit. <laughs> but, See, uh, I think maybe it open. This is no the, good. That's the thing. Like, I think I think a lot of the um, a lot of the uh, I don't know. I was going to say defects. That's not appropriate. A lot of. <laughs> I don't know. It might be. A lot of the, the loss of function, a reduction of function I th- that we see in the elderly. 
Yes. That we that, that we attribute to just getting old. Right. Like that it's some I don't I actually think it's this. It could just be the accumulation of self-doubt. That could be it. It's just the accumulation of self-doubt. It's just like I'm thinking like the last time I moved something really heavy in my garage by myself that I wasn't supposed to, I ended up hurting my back again. And I'm still, Mm -hmm. that was in November, December. Like I'm still having some residual. It's almost gone, but but now I'm afraid of hurting it again. Yeah. So so now what's that mean? So now I'm not going to be, I'm not lifting heavy things. And if I'm not lifting heavy things, I'm going to, my muscles are going to atrophy. I literally woke up this morning at three in the morning worried about this issue. I kid you not. Like you're worried about the, the like I was worried about the, uh, the atrophy. I've thing? got to, I've like got to start lifting heavy things again, but like I'm worried about my back and stuff. And then I started thinking mm-hmm. like, Oh my God, what if I don't, what if I never get back at it? This is it. This is the end. This is the decline. This is when it starts right here, right now at three in the morning. This is for the, the moment hour of the wolf, baby. This is, this is the moment, <laughs> right? That's what I was thinking. But maybe that's the truth. Maybe that's what happens. Maybe people get frail and weak because they stop lifting heavy things after they hurt themselves. Could be. And the thing is, is that <sighs> even if you, even if you were uh, lifting stuff, when you're lifting it, you suddenly become self-conscious about the way that you're lifting it, and you try your hardest not to lift it wrong. And in doing so, you lift it wrong, and you hurt your back. Yep. <laughs> what is wrong with the brain i'm i'm hoping this is something everybody experiences no i hope they don't i hope that everyone me. else gets to slip by this explicit you know i hope i, I hope because if it's just me you're not experiencing uh, this. I, it's not just you problem you know it's at least me right yeah true so i mean at least there's two of us so, so we have an n of so two maybe maybe it's something in the water around here i don't know no it, I mean, started, be, it started it started before this i i, I do believe um there's something to this. There's something to the yeah. like the minute that you begin to question what you know, how you do something, whether you're going to hurt yourself, whether you're going to do it right, whether like the minute you begin to think about those things, you things that were previously either literally muscle memory or the equivalent of muscle memory, mm-hmm. you you shift it. It's like we talked about with the breathing, right? Like, you, you, like as soon yeah. as you think about, like, oh, I have to breathe. Now you're like, oh my god, I have to. Now I have to remember to breathe, yeah. right? Imagine if for down. the rest of your life, that's now you have now you, because you thought of it. <laughs> yeah. Now you have to remember to breathe. You can right? never go to sleep. <laughs> like that's well, then that's you, you end up you like me. Three. No, dude, you you do that thing. I, I have those moments where, fortunately, it's not frequent, but it happens where I have that startle awake thing. Has that ever happened to you? Yeah. Oh, God, yes. And I swear that sometimes I think, did I stop breathing? Like, <laughs> yes. did you, like, <gasps> right. <gasps> like, and then you're like, is it safe for me to go back to sleep? Yes. I get that. Oh, my God. The, what's what is wrong, wrong with me? <laughs> Because you can, because you can almost like think back a little bit to the moment just before that, and you can feel that you were not breathing, right? And that, and that you, you know, because you, and why? why I don't know. Maybe, our, maybe what's happening is our significant others are, are like reaching over and like holding our nose. They just like did a little nose close thing, and then. That's something they read in like Women's Day or something, and then like how to screw with <laughs> your took husband? The quiz, yeah. How to read? I was like. Hmm. <laughs> How to remind him that he's mortal. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, 
It's like when I woke no, up. No need for that. <laughs> My own actions do that on an almost hourly basis. Right. What about bumping in? Do you bump into things? Oh God, so many times. Like I've got, I got scars on my body just for randomly whacking my arms on things. This is not a new thing for me. This is a thing that I think is genetic because my mother does the same thing. Like, we'll, we'll, like, it's a heck of a house that I've lived in my entire life, and I will round the corner as if I am like a NASCAR driver trying to get as much kind of efficiency on the turn as possible. Like. And I will invariably bump into the wall. Like, I'll do it. Oh my God. And look at the wall. Like, who moved the wall? Did we we narrow the space here or something? And and when you're alone, it's fine. But when people see it, especially if it's your kids, and they're like, Because you're like, I swear I'm not an alcoholic. I'm not. (laughs) Like, really? Like, not on the the special pills. You just walked into that wall, Dad. You just walked into the wall. I got, there's a massive, couple of massive scratches on my watch from just, I mean, fucking the crap out of it. Like on a banister or a doorknob or something. For no, literally no reason whatsoever. <laughs> my, my in-laws, I tell you, I don't, I, they see now I'm, now, I'm, now I'm starting to get paranoid about stories. Like I've told all these stories already, which I probably have because it's 35 episodes. But, but. My in-laws used to have that they they had in their this house that Michelle grew up in the staircase, and at some point they put up spackle mm-hmm. on the stair like on the wall in the staircase. Well, when when you run your hand down the banister, is that what that's called? Like the the stair, yeah, the, the, the handrail and the stair. The, it's not like a band. I don't know. Yeah, banister. See, there it is again. I think there's probably an architectural difference between that and just a handrail. Not a barrister, but a... Not a barrister. That's um, that's how they pronounce lawyer in, in the UK. Uh, banister. Here we're going to... Uh, oh, it is a banister. It like, See, it is a banister. It, be, it is a banister. It may be only the free-floating one. I mean, the free free one. The one that's like bolted to the wall might not technically oh, be a banister. Oh, I'm with you. Yeah, that could just be a handrail. Anyway... The one bolted to the wall didn't give is enough clearance in some spots that if you're running your hand down it, you would I would I would literally would cut my knuckles open. Eee. And so at some point, there was like this like over the course of time a bloody trail of this <laughs> oh my Jason's God. bloody knuckle that like because over you know I never said anything but like I think I still have scars from it. <laughs> There's this blood streak on the wall. But they don't learn. Yeah, I don't learn. Like I don't. I still because if I don't hold on, I'm gonna slide. Like I'm just gonna slip calluses. down. <laughs> no, I'm gonna slip down the stairs. Have you ever done that? You just, like, your feet go out from under you. And I, I haven't done that as much. <gasps> I tell you the one oh, that I do. Spooky, and that happens. Oh god, I have done it a couple of times. It sucks. But the one that I will do bizarrely, and and our town townhome thing here is three stories, so I go upstairs a lot, and I will go upstairs, and. I will just start going like that, and I'll have to grab the the handrail and go going up the stairs. Yeah, just going up the stairs. Like my feet will go too far, and my head will get behind my feet just a little bit. How how does that happen though? Like your so your feet are actually going faster than your upper body. Yeah, just a little, just enough to where I stop and have to like like doing a wheelie. You're like doing a yeah, basically. (laughs) 
<laughs> and, you know, if I'm not paying attention or maybe if I'm paying too much attention, I don't know. One of the two happens. I go, what? And I have to like, you know. That's never and happened And it's not much. It's just by a little bit. It's enough to where I'm off balance enough that my I can't go forward any. Um, mm-hmm. because I don't have, I can't direct mm-hmm. my, That's fall, gotta be you know, walking is just controlled falling. Right. Yes. Right. And so the, uh, I used to take Aikido. So, <laughs> but, um, the, uh, um, I used to go to, Ikea. I get to that, that <laughs> or the Ikea as well. Um, <clears throat> that is its own martial art, knowing how to do <laughs> things at Ikea. Um, but, uh, but yeah, if you go to, you know, you get too off balance or perhaps too on balance and you're not keeping that forward momentum going, but you're expecting to maybe, and then it, so it'll kind of shift backwards. I don't know, but I will still go like like that, and it's not a danger. It's not like boy, that was close one. It was just kind of a, and I have to correct, you know, what's going on. I mean, I could take a step back as well, but um, did you but, run yeah, up the stairs with all like with all fours when you were a kid? When I was a kid, oh yeah, yeah. I missed that. that. My the the, the house I grew up in that? also had three three stories, and and so I was like always especially in in the the ones that ran up to my room yeah you mean you can because they were carpeted right so you can like oh yeah even if you have to turn corners it's still faster like yeah right when did we stop doing that i don't know and i feel like that and maybe it's because i've lost um i feel like agility or something like that that i feel like i tried to do it now oh you've tried i think no, I, I, oh. I was saying if I, I tried we, to do I think it we now, need to do this I together. worry that I would knock out some of my teeth. <laughs> no, you think you're going to fall on your teeth? <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get, okay, this is what you and I are going to do. We're going to get mouth guards <laughs> and maybe a helmet. Crash helmets. Yeah. And we're going to do it at your house because I don't have any stairs in my house because I'm pre-planning. Oh, yeah, good point. I'm pre-planning because all the ways <laughs> we'll that I could possibly a, injure myself. We'll have to do a special segment. Of us. <laughs> It'll have little. We'll get little GoPros on the on the there you helmets. Go. <laughs> It'll be great. <laughs> oh man, that would be. I, I like the idea of of dressing up in <laughs> full protective gear. For this. And then and then and then and then we'll get we'll get we'll we'll come up with some kind of contraption, maybe sleeping bags or something, and slide down those stairs. Oh yeah, see now that's that was the that's stuff. another thing, and, that, and uh, that's that'll the, definitely screw my back up. And, oh man. Backs are stupid, man. At some point, I'm going to sit down. That's with probably a how I did screw my back up. And say, what is up with backs? Why are they so different than the rest of the muscles in the body? Because I don't have, I have never pulled any other muscle. Just coughing weird. <laughs> if I cough or yeah. sneeze, you know, at a weird time or at a in a weird direction, or my head is turned just slightly to the side. And I, I might strain a back muscle. Really? But only a back muscle. <laughs> yeah, it's just I mean, the it's not, it doesn't happen a lot. Is it like a but cramp? But the thing is, is, is I, can hurt my, I can hurt my back. The point being, I can hurt my back doing extremely mundane, shouldn't be hurting any part of my body things. I can, I, I like, I could help. Like the other day, um, one of the guys that lives in my, my little compound here, um, needed help um moving one of these great we have the some grates that do go into the storm sewer in the driving driveway area Mm -hmm. my friend mark needed some help lifting up one of these and then we were put putting these uh putting these little spongy rubbery kind of things in there because they're 
they're high on two corners and so they wobble and oh. so when somebody drives over them it goes what tack what tack you know it sounds like everybody hates it so yeah it's like we're we're shifting from law to order a lot during the day and so we were lifting those and they're heavy as hell yeah they are like we had like four guys out there doing this but uh, if you have have crowbars it makes it a lot easier it's like that's true but we we did not we had uh, we had one set of gloves all about the tools man (laughs) it is it really is leverage but um but I, I lifted it up, and I was, it was a decent heaviness, and I can do that just fine. I, I could do that all day long. And then the next day, I could cough, and then my back goes, you know, and I have to lay on the ground for like an hour and a half <laughs> trying, trying not to move a muscle because I felt like you spasm. Sounds like a muscle spasm, actually, to me. It could be. That's but the point is, is that, oh, that you're not interested my in solving the freaking... Well, my friggin' arm doesn't do that. My neck doesn't do that. My chest, my abdominal muscles, my lug muscles, nowhere else does that. Do you want an explanation? I don't. Okay. <laughs> no. I do. It's protect, trying to protect well, my so spine. Is that yeah, the your, I mean, that's, yeah. they're stabilizers, right? So so as soon as it, as it feels some kind of like weird tweak or strain or strain or something on it, it's going to, it, that's its job. Those stabilizers will just lock down, like don't but it move. Is. Stupid because it is, it is. It's a biomechanical. My spine is not problem. in danger. I know, and right. I could tell it that if it would just listen to me. Yeah, you know and what it, it listens doesn't. to. You know what it listens to? Muscle relaxers. That's but, a, well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, or somebody can get somebody like if you got a knot in or something. If you get somebody to like press press down. Spine, yeah, that works too. Yeah, the uh, um, back in I can't remember what year it was ninety six ninety seven. I spent six weeks with a uh, a disease called Bornholm's disease. Um, and <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We just have to, we have to give appropriate attention to the name of this first. Yes. Bornhole? Bornholm. Born- B-O-R-N-H-O-L-M, <laughs> okay. named for a, uh, a village on an island. It's... That was hit with an epidemic of this stuff. I'm not. It's not like I am Cornholio. <laughs> no, not Bornholio. No. <laughs> I needed way more than the TV for my bunghole on, on this, though. <laughs> you know. Okay, so what's it? Ha- what happens? What it? What it is? Is it's um, epidemic pleuridynia is the egghead name for this. But it's an inflammation for, of the uh, the membrane around the heart, or this is one of the oh. symptoms. So it's pericarditis in yeah, that I was going to say pericarditis, right. <clears throat> and then there's also, there's fever, but there's uh, spasms in your back as well. Uh-huh. And the problem is, is that the, the um, spasms are exacerbated by the pain that's coming from the pericarditis, mm-hmm. and the pericarditis... Is exacerbated by the back spasms as well because oh, the it's pulling right. this way and then mm-hmm. this is expanding your chest and it's it hurt so bad just to breathe in um, like a lot and I have never <laughs> when I would sneeze or when I would start to sneeze 
terrifying. I would go in like this, and my body would be would like abort the sneeze because it hurt so much. It would be like, never mind, never mind. <laughs> let, it, let it crawl up there. It's all fine. This is fine. Whatever that is, we're, we can live with it. <laughs> but, but one of the things that they got me on, when I, I finally found somebody who knew what it was, I, that, that alone took ages to really? find somebody who even knew what was happening to me. And <clears throat> so once I got that, I got these muscle relaxers called Soma. Oh, yeah. That's the good stuff. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying, dude, man. Dude, that stuff. Oh. <laughs> and, and once I was on the Soma, and, and they threw some lore tabs at me, and you don't even need I was that like, we're good. We're good. So, I'm tell- so I, I had this bout. I had, this, I, I had never had a muscle relaxer in my life, and I had had two back surgeries, right? So in California, I had this episode where I don't even remember what precipitated it. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that there was an event of some sort. I just know it just got, it started getting bad. It was mm-hmm. my, I, I blame my in-laws again with the bloody knuckles thing. Um, they were visiting. <laughs> we drove to Santa Cruz um, and we drove back that day and it was on the drive back that I noticed I was starting to get like some back pain like low back pain and then and then it just kept getting worse in, in the the next few days until finally it got to the point where uh, we were out and i i could not i could hardly move like i couldn't even get up like i was everything was locked up and it hurt just to move and i got home and i remember sitting on this in the recliner and i think michelle had gone to bed the kids were in bed i finished watching whatever i was watching on television I go to get up. I couldn't get up. I couldn't get up. Like mm-hmm. it was so painful that I couldn't <clears throat> even feel the pain because my body was like saying, "No, you're not going." <laughs> and so I ended up having to. I could. I, I could. What was I able to do? I was able to. I was able to move a certain way. Like I couldn't. It was like I couldn't use my muscles to stand. That was the thing, mm. right? But I could move forward. Like I could lean into something and move the rest of my body without any pain at all. So I was able to get to the floor and to my back, and then like inchworm my way, like <laughs> like pushing on the floor. Thank God we had wood floors there, and pushing my <laughs> way all the way back to the stairs, where then I was able to turn back over. And then I had to crawl up two flights of stairs. So I was wondering when the last time is that I crawled upstairs. Like it was then. That was oh. the time. And I <laughs> didn't and go so well. I, well, no, I, I made it up the stairs. I made it well, all the yeah, way up the stairs. I mean, it wasn't fun. And then I had to like do the shimmy shimmy on the carpet up there, which that had to go more slowly because yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Um and finally I was able to get to it, it was a whole thing. Now, a couple days later, I finally get an appointment with an orthopedic surgeon. To go because I'm like this is guy. Something's I probably need to get cut. Cut me, Mick. Cut me. <laughs> so I go there. His, fortunately, his name's not Mick. Young guy, um, and he's and, and and I'm like barely, I'm, I'm barely moving. I had, I had enough. I had enough. It was one of those things where it was worse at the end of the day than the beginning of the day. But like midday, oh, I was able to get there. And of course, you know, I'm driving myself, which I probably shouldn't. And I get there oh, and I get man. to the office and everything. And I'm in this room. And this is the best part about these kind of things when you're a middle aged guy and you go to these. You go to these these centers, orthopedic centers or wherever. And there's a room full of old people. And I mean old yeah. people. And they, they look at you like, what are you doing here, kid? You picking up your your mom or something, your dad? Like, like no, I'm here for me, man. I'm here for me. Anyway, so he's he's like examining me, blah, 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 whatever. And he says, I think, 
I think it might just be some muscle spasms or something. Like I think I don't think it's what you think. It's not like your normal thing. I think you're actually just like seizing up. Um, so he's like, "Have you ever had? Have you ever used soma before?" <laughs> I'm like, "No, <laughs> never heard of." It. It's like, so I'm gonna give you this. Don't drive. Like when you take 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 one. Don't drive. He's like, "This will take care of it." Yeah. I got home that night. I took it immediately. He was like, magic pill? Yes, please. Right? Yes. And it very much is. Dude, one pill. That was it. One pill. Your back mm-hmm. surrendered immediately. <laughs> every every symptom was gone. I didn't even have to take more. It was that was it. That was uh-huh. it. That stuff's the real deal, man. Yeah, and it is. It saved my life what's, when I was having that thing. What's not fair is that it's you have to jump through so many hoops to get to that point. Like, mm. you don't want that kind of narcotic to be readily available, right? No, no, but that would probably be bad. <laughs> there needs to be an easier way to get it legitimately when you feel like you're going to die. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to have to go to the ER, right? That's mm-hmm. in no one's interest. And I don't, but I don't want to have to wait three weeks to get to see a doctor who's going right. to prescribe this for me. Like, please, something, something. Anyway, <laughs> so that's that's uh, it's tough getting old. It is. That's the lesson for your kids. <laughs> it is. Um, that's that's the, that's kind of the ongoing theme of uh, of the show. Actually, <laughs> well. I can take it in a different direction if you're interested. You can do what? I can take it in a different direction if you're interested. Oh? Well, I've got a few things we haven't talked I mean, We've been accumulating all sorts yeah, of we frustrations. Yeah, Because we got off on a tangent not unlike the one that we got off on just now. Uh, that's <laughs> but, correct. Uh, that's correct. So the I one that you, I've been well, go ahead, go ahead. curious about the most is the one you sent me about. Because I had kind of a similar sort of reply pin to this one. And that is uh, the... The sharing of good news, the sharing of news, or the sharing of just anything you might uh, give a rat's ass about. Also known as how we know for a fact that Jason is a jerk. Okay. We have scientific proof now. Okay. Here's my rant. And I'll try to not make it as ranty as I can. But uh, (laughs) who are we kidding? I... There's something in my constitution mm. that that just makes it impossible for me to be tolerant of people celebrating their own victories. <laughs> okay. I, I I don't know what it is. I don't know why it is. Um, it is like reverse Schadenfreude in some ways. It's it's uh, like I give you an example. I'll get included on a text thread from someone uh-huh. telling me that they just received some award at work, uh-huh. or maybe a promotion, <clears throat> or maybe they've been published, or maybe. You know, they're, oh, this is the best. Like when someone's kid has like gotten, you know, accepted into this college program or this come up, done this or that or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. or they'll send pictures. God, they'll send pictures of like 
this thing, this wonderful thing that their child or nephew or somebody just did. And all I can think in my head in response is, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. And it's not that I don't care about them. I don't. It's not that I don't want good things for them. I do. Uh-huh. If I heard it from someone else, like if someone said, hey, so-and-so just got this or so-and-so just received XYZ recognition or something. I'd be like, oh, that's awesome. I might even text them back. Hey, just heard about blah, blah, blah. Good job. Uh, Way to go, right? It's that it's coming from the person. It's the tooting of one's own horn uh-huh. that I I have zero tolerance for. I can't. I can't. Really? I can't that's take, interesting. I can't take it. Drives me up a wall. And there's some people who will re- remain for my own protection and there's like who must rename must remain unnamed is that that's like their oxygen uh-huh like like getting getting the recognition is their oxygen and therefore right. they have to they they need some self they need some sense of self agency right to to get that because right. no one's actively putting it out there for them and then they won't get the oxygen that they need to survive, right? Okay. And that's fine. But it ain't coming from you me, just, buddy. You just don't want to be involved in that. Right. And I'll get trapped in these text threads where it's like a group. It's like a big group message. Like, achievement, achievement, achievement. And then, congratulations, congratulations. You're so amazing. You're so special. It's amazing. How are you even how are you even walking amongst us? Blah 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 blah. And I can't leave the th- the thread because everyone's right. getting a message saying like Jason has left the group. Right, because that's <laughs> I think that's a very passive aggressive thing that like Facebook and some of these messaging things. Uh, why can't I just like do is announce that you've gone? Right, can't I just leave? You can't I can just leave a party without saying just anything. Be like, you know, fade into the into the blackness. Nope, they have to tell everybody. <laughs> I think we've mentioned this before. Like, I would pay extra for that feature, right? Like, I, like yeah. please just let me leave. But, but they are missing an opportunity there. Yeah, this is that whole thing. It's, it's, it's that's the thread that I usually get caught up in. That I, I just, I just need to get out of. And I, and I, <laughs> and I don't want it to be confused with me on being like not caring about somebody or thinking I don't want things yeah. to happen that are nice and good for people. It's not that at all. It's that I. I in fact, Does it just the, feel needy to you? Or, the, or? Yes. And here's the mm-hmm. jerky part is that <laughs> I'm the kind of person that if, if that happens, I will push back. <laughs> Where it's like, hey, my, my kid got A's and B's. And you're like, how do you screw up the two classes and didn't get A's in? What, what's wrong? What happened with the other classes? <laughs> you do Seinfeld about it, but yeah. Oh, silver medal, huh? Did you trip? You didn't hear I mean, the gun go off? What, what happened? Like that's the thing. Like I, I can't, I can't. There's certain people in my life, who apparently too many, who who just crave. They crave the the positive. Sure. Part. Yeah. Um, I mean, we all we all need positive feedback and reinforcement, right? Uh, yeah. I just it feels there's something. Um, I, I I can't even 
I can't even describe it. I don't know that there's a there's a term I can use that would appropriately describe it other than um, it just it just uh, feels unnatural to me. Like you just you don't do that. You just don't do it. You know, you just don't do it. It, it feels unnatural to toot your for own them horn. to do the yeah, thing. Yeah, you don't toot your own. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a small number of people where you can do that. Okay, here's here's the here's the rule. <laughs> In Jason's rule, like it's okay to celebrate a small victory in your household, mm-hmm. like amongst your nuclear family. It's okay to celebrate a small victory even with, I think, a parent, a parental unit. Okay, right? It's okay to do that. Like that's pretty much it. Maybe, like maybe a best friend or something. Like if you have somebody, like hey, yeah. you know, like I. Let me tell you about this thing. I'm really, I'm really, because for for me, like it, it would, be, it would be like if I felt like I needed it, I could, I would go to you potentially and say, hey, Mark is like, I got like, like, I'm not telling a lot of people about this, but I didn't want to just share it with somebody. Here's this thing, mm-hmm. right? And you'd say, which oh. you totally could do because I'm not. And a then you'd be like, like oh, no, that's great, yeah, blah, blah, blah. good for you, blah blah blah. And the minute you would start saying, hey, great, great, I'd be like, ah, oh, I shouldn't have said something. You have to, you're gonna have to totally insert <laughs> well, it. <laughs> <laughs> for future reference, I'll be like, huh. Okay, <laughs> and that'll be it. <laughs> and now we're gonna get a visit from our friend, <laughs> our buddy from Soren. That's great. <laughs> I was wondering when he'd show back up. <laughs> Let's say fifty-two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> What's the over/under on Jason laying out? Uh, so that's pretty much it. I just and I and I and I. It's one of those things where when the words come out of my mouth, I, I, I know what I sound like. It sounds unreasonable and very jerkiness. Yeah, but I mean, you can't help that you feel that way. I mean, I, would love, it's, like, it's, I don't know why. I'm sure there's a reason. And I'm sure I'm sure it has something to do with me being a middle child, probably, actually. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, yeah. There's probably that, that. Like, oh, yeah. It does kind of reek of a middle child thing. Right. Like, oh, it's always so great. Isn't that great? Actually, I think we. I think you nailed it. I, there's, there's no mystery here at all. I don't think this is almost a textbook. Isn't it thing. good enough? Isn't it just enough to be successful? Isn't it enough to just have a success? Do like, it. Why do people be happy have, that you did it? And then why does it have to be celebrated? Be everybody else's problem. You know, it's like I don't. I. I, I <laughs> That's it. That's that's what I have. Okay, so I, that was not uh, not what I was expecting. What were you on expecting? That. Well, I don't know. I I I, uh, I figured it was something to do with social media because the, the thing that well, immediately that made too. me think of. It's well, everywhere. yeah, I'm sure, I mean it does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but a bit more. I don't know <clears throat> because it made me immediately think of. Oh, there was one more thing I have to tell you about this. Those uh, the people that you have, and everybody has at least two three maybe people on your Facebook friends list who will herniate themselves to be the first one to announce a celebrity death. You know, oh, yeah. Have you seen this? Oh. Yeah. Or, or any like news item, really. Any news item, but it seems to always happen with celebrity deaths. And and it's like, you know, RIP, whatever. And then, I mean, they, they're, they're there before the guy's even dead, I think. <laughs> 
It's almost like they've had a, a post saved. It's the Twitter effect, I think. Yeah, I guess so. Everybody wants to be the first one to say it. I mean, like I can see news outlets wanting to be the first press with something. But this is just a random dude that, for whatever reason, really needs to tell you that... And as many people as we've lost in the last couple of years, I can't think of a single person that's died lately um, that's famous. But really? um, I can name a lot. Yeah, uh, give me one. Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh, okay. Rush Limbaugh. Um, I don't know the, why I then, brought his name. What? Yeah. Hey, Jason, let's pick, let's pick an even more controversial yeah. person to talk give about. Me, yeah, give, Good somebody, job. Can you, can you start with somebody easier? <laughs> um, but, no, but, but like the... <laughs> For some reason, I don't know. It's just there's something that compels them to be the first out there, yes. um, publicly mourning the death of, of or the or celebrating recent, uh, the death. In that case, I mean, some people were out there. Well, like, yeah, and that one that's like, that's really? uh, you know, I mean, life lived in that regard is is going to get a mixed bag of response. Yeah, yeah, but sure, like but somebody like, like uh, Christopher Plummer, for instance, recently yes, died. Yes. yes. Um, and so he was a, you know, I'm sure there are some people that hated his guts, but for the most part, everybody well, yeah, thought it was fantastic. He did have some issues. Yeah. He did apparently he really? was, he was, I, quite yeah. a, he was kind of a bit of a jerk. Yeah. On, yeah. Hey, well, that changed, I think, over time. But I think up like until the, up and through the seventies, I think he was kind of, yeah, kind of like, a, no, um, I don't shame. think he was bad as Chevy Chase, but no, Chevy Chase. But, now that that's, uh, that's one that's, that that's a different category of bad. Yeah. Um, and but it's really what I'm aspiring to, frankly. But Chevy Chase is is is, is currently alive, though. Um, <laughs> yes, despite I, despite what he looks like sometimes. <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah, I feel really bad about that. Not for him. Um, if you're a jerk, then then you should be called out for being a jerk. But I feel really bad that a person that was so sort of formative to my sense of humor when I was a kid, like all of the. I, I loved every Chevy Chase movie I saw. Um, Fletch alone is is a huge influence on my my sense of humor, especially uh, uh, in in my uh, teens. But um, but yeah, to find out that he was a, a total jerk like that is just oh man. But it's always nice to find out somebody is extremely cool like Keanu Reeves. It was mm-hmm. like genuinely like a friggin' saint. Mm-hmm. So um, that's cool too. Or Matthew McConaughey. Like I don't know much about him. Oh and my gosh, he was on. Book, uh, I haven't read his book yet, but I've seen so many interviews with him about his book. I feel like I've read to, half the book. I've been wanting to listen to his uh, his yeah, episode of of WTF with Mark Maron. Oh, I just I just um, listened to it. I just finished you? it. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I want to listen to that. Yeah, that's great. That's great. That, that same. Also, Mark his um, Howard Stern uh, interview. Oh yeah. So yeah. Um, I don't. I don't. For those of you judging me right now, I don't regularly listen to Howard Stern, but it was sent to me, and <laughs> it's a very good interview. He's a, he's, a, oh, cool. he's a superb interviewer. I tell you, Jeff Bridges is another guy that's really cool. Oh, yeah, Jeff Bridges. Very, very cool. I like him. And he's yep. one of those guys that, like, he is exactly how you think he is. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Keanu Reeves is actually a lot more of a happy dude than... than than you uh, than you think, but mm-hmm. simply because you're so used to seeing him in these kind of gritty, depressing or kind of movies. But um, he's a lot more like Ted Theodore Logan than he is like John Wick. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. I don't know if we get up on that, but um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's just when you when you wrote the uh, the sharers of good, good news, news or whatever, I was like, oh, I wonder if that's anything related to like these people. That want to well, there's a the there's death. a little these, these, these 
heralds a, of celebrity death. There's a branch off of my... It's a great band name. There's a branch off of my sharing of good news that's, that's also bothersome to me. Mm-hmm. It's... And this, I know, I definitely try to cut off of the knees when I can. It is anyone who's real excited about the work they just did. The work they just did. Yeah, they want to show off the work that they just did. The, the, the sort of project they completed or, oh, okay. or this thing they put together. Or they, they were like really excited. Sometimes it's sometimes it's something that someone's done for you in the workplace. Sometimes it's something that someone's done for like for their own personal stuff. You know, whatever. Like they get real excited. Oh, oh I got to share this thing that I... And, and now like I feel set up. I feel set up. Normally... Like, now I have to react if I don't react appropriately. Right. If I don't react excited right. and impressed. Like you're going to feel. Now, is this feel... for things that aren't usually for public consumption and adoration? Yes, they could or be eventually for public anything. Cons- no, they could be like, for public um, consumption. Like somebody painted a really awesome portrait. And they want to show I've it never off. had that happen. Then, but there was someone like painted an amazing portrait. Like here, I've never had somebody paint any portrait and say, "Oh, here, look at this. Look what I did." Well, not, I mean, not my been point my is, when you but, paint the portrait, and it's there to get other people to look at and, and and appreciate. Whereas if you like arranged your garage or something, that isn't necessarily no, meant no, to be that, adored like, by other people, right? But I have had that happen too, where certain people will say, "Oh, look what I did here," and they'll show me their like their closet organization or what they've done to yeah. the dishes or something, and they're like, "I, I you know what I want to say? Awesome. You know what I want to say? <laughs> I really, I really don't care." <laughs> I really, and I don't mean I don't mean that in a mean way. I know it sounds right. that way. I'm happy for you. you. I'm that happy that you're mean. happy. But but that's a lot of pressure you're you're putting on me now. You want me to be happy for you. <laughs> and you that, watched a lot of Curb Your Enthusiasm and I don't, lately, or something. No, it's like, I don't care. It's like, like it's not that I'm judging you. It's not that I'm. I don't care about you. It's that right. So this thing I, showed me irrelevant completely. What's going to happen here now is that I'm going to be, I'm going to look bad in your eyes. You're going to think lesser of me because my reaction is not going to be as enthusiastic as you need it to be to, to, to fuel right. your fire, to serve your, as your oxygen, right? So thank right. you for shifting this burden to me now. <laughs> so I have to now pretend. my problem. So, 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 so either we can be in a relationship of built on lies or I can tell you straight out, I don't care. <laughs> what am I supposed to do in this? Like, what do I do? Like, what do I do? Like, I pretend? That. I'm either pretending or I'm, I'm I'm a jerk. Like, I don't I don't know what to do. It's like it, we get right back to that line again, Marcus. It's the line between being a pushover and being a jerk. Like, I don't know where it begins and ends. It's like the front of my car. Like, I don't know. You need a hood ornament. I need a hood ornament. 